Hey, Christian travelers, it's time to talk about the positives of the coronavirus. This is bonus content with the Christian Travelers Network because I had things planned for Lent and God has kind of taken us on a different path. And as I've been praying and in conversation with him, it has just become abundantly clear how much fear and anxiety seems to be surrounding this coronavirus. And I just feel the Lord really calling to me to talk about some of the positives of this virus. Now, before I get into that, I need to address with you that this is something serious. I truthfully don't know on my own personal level if this is social media-driven hype or what the reality of the situation is, but I know that it is leading to deaths. I know that there is no current vaccine for it. I know that each of us are called by the fourth commandment to honor authorities, and that includes our government, that includes our medical professionals, and we need to be listening to them. God also calls us to be loving our neighbors, and that means washing our hands, obeying the social distancing suggestions, and that includes the government's recent suggestion to limiting groups to 10 people. There's a lot of other things that are going to constantly be updating, so even by the time I get done editing this podcast, some things may have already changed, and obviously you need to be finding the best resources for you in your local area, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be having a conversation about some of the benefits or how we can see God present in this kind of crazy virus. And the first thing that comes to mind is the fact that God is shutting so many churches doors. And your instant reaction might be, what? Why is that a good thing? Well, I think we kind of see a little bit of the story of Babylon going on right now in our globe. Churches have become so used to attending services in between these four walls that they call a building and they call their church, and so many people don't realize that church is meant to go on outside of their building, that they're supposed to be spreading spreading Jesus in their everyday lives and shining a light into the world. And so when church is not able to meet in its traditional sense, a lot of congregations are coming up with new ways to connect and gather and reach those people that aren't typically able to gather with them and do it in some very unique ways. And I really believe that members that have been disconnected from the church and those who are experiencing the fears and anxieties of the coronavirus, this is a great time for you, the church, the people, because church is people. Church is not a building. You, the church, the people, have a great opportunity to help connect and foster a relationship with God. The second thing that I see being a huge benefit is the fact that inevitably families are going to be forced to spend time together. Now, I understand that for many of us, that's going to come with its own challenges because Um, Many people are working from away, they have their own things that they need to get done from 8 to 5, and kids are no longer being in school because so many schools are shutting down. And they also aren't able to necessarily go out and play with their neighbors because you're trying to encourage social distancing. So I'm actually going to be linking a ton of resources. I am a youth director, and so I understand how important it is 
for you to be establishing routines with your kids so that they know what expectations there are for the day and scheduling in devotional time. It's also important for you to be talking to them about the coronavirus because unlike snow, where they can easily look outside and see this is why we don't have school. The virus is something invisible and can create a lot of panic and anxiety in little kids and in teens and young adults and obviously older populations as well. So um, I'm going to have a bunch of resources for you that I hope will help you walk through establishing some beneficial times with your family. Another thing that I see as a very big positive of this is I believe this is a great chance for us to be voicing Christ in a dark situation. Now you might be saying, isn't that the same thing as us going out um, and not being at our churches? Yes, but I think I specifically want to focus on the fact that this is a chance for us Christians to really be having conversations with our peers. Social distancing is going to cause a lot of us not to be in conversation with the people that we typically are. So I want to encourage you to think of the people that you normally interact with and then add two more people to your list and just reach out and touch base with them on a regular basis um, and just share some encouraging words from scripture. If you don't know where to begin, uh, I just encourage you to Google search comfort in the Bible or look up encouragement in the Bible or look up trust in the Bible and you'll find a bunch of references and they won't necessarily use those words every time but they'll give you some verses that you can be sharing. Another positive of this coronavirus we see people uniting across the globe. I know that oftentimes when a natural disaster or something happens is technically fairly isolated. It's usually in one country or one little area and so we don't always pay attention to what's happening around the globe. But now if you are following social media you see all these countries short all these different countries shutting their borders, encouraging self-isolation, etc. And then you hear about these countries like in Italy where at 6 p.m. at night, they all come out and worship and sing together on their patios. How cool is that? We, I think our society in general is so social media driven that this is a great opportunity for us to use those tools to the best of their ability because we so frequently become stuck in our routines and comfort zones, our routines of going to church and church being at church and school being at school and work being at work. And God seems to, in my mind, be pulling all of those things apart, pulling us out of the comforts that we are used to and saying, I have blessed you with technology. I have blessed you with the tools to be able to reach out and worship and connect in other ways and you're not using them. And so I think in this time, a lot of exploration can be done on how to best use that in the future and in the present as well. I'm really excited about possibly doing some Bible studies with my youth group online. I'm excited to have youth group event nights where, you know, they're going to be bored at home for the next several weeks where they can't attend school. And so hopefully we can like video game together and chat together and be able to have life together in a way that I don't think we would have in any other situation. Because if I would offer that in any other time, I don't think I would get people to respond the way I anticipate them responding now because 
it's almost like an exciting new thing, whereas if it was offered during a normal week, they have so many other things that distract us. I mean, truthfully, how many things distract you on the daily basis? That you, those excuses that you always give, I can't do that because I'm busy with sports and I'm busy and we have these shows that we want to watch and we have all this stuff. And God has literally ripped the distractions out of our lives and said, hey, I'm here to fill your space. And I think as a country and as a globe, we fail so frequently at being still. We don't know how to do it. We don't know how to just be calm and be in the moment. It's something I struggle with. In fact, I am getting really wrapped up in this coronavirus and I don't think it really comes from panic. There's definitely a piece of that, but I think it's more this excitement for what God could do. And now I feel like I'm wanting to pour out a plethora of resources to my church to other churches, to you, and I hope that they are super beneficial, but I also need to, for myself, be looking at this opportunity to be growing with God and growing in my relationship, but I don't want to be so inward focused because I feel like God is really saying, hey, United States, hey, globe, I'm still here, and we need to be that voice for so many people that don't seem to be seeing it. And I know my thoughts are jumping everywhere because that's how I think, but I hope that you can see this, that yes, there is this virus, and yes, it is serious, and yes, we need to be taking the precautions that we need to be taking, but God is definitely opening up some unique opportunities right now for us to be outwardly witnessing, for us to be connecting with our families on deeper levels and having healthy faith-based conversations um, and just doing life together. He is opening doors for us to witness to our neighbors and for people to be still. And through all of this, I hope that you can take some time to identify and look for resources to take advantage of this time. I don't really know what that means for you personally, and I hope that you pray about it and look for those things because there's really awesome content being created out there about how to do all of these things in, in such a unique time. And I hope that you will look at the resources below and really just dive in and gain some amazing knowledge from them and then share them with all of your friends because... God knows I love resources and I hope that they are beneficial to you. And I hope that you see that no matter what's going on in our nation, there is some awesome things happening as well. Um, I want to end, though, with a verse because as great as it is that I am excited about these things, I think it's also important for us to hear from God. I'm going to read to you from Psalm 46 because this is a verse that our youth group really talked about this summer, and I think it's what I'm going to be focusing on a lot in the next coming weeks with our parents, with our youth, with our kids, in any way that I reach out and connect with them. And so I wanted to read it to you, and hopefully this falls on your ears with encouragement and hope. Psalm 46 says, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way, though the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, and mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. 
God is within her. She will not fall. God will make her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he's brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. The God of Jacob of the Old Testament. I pray the God of your parents, if you were raised in a Christian household, or your grandparents or great-grandparents, or the God of the friend who introduced you to Christ. That God that has been there for that person and has been their rock and cornerstone, that God is also here for you. That God is here for every single one of us who is experiencing any kind of fear and anxiety with this virus. He is our rock. He's our foundation. He is what we turn to and we put our trust in. And he is our fortress. He protects us. Do we still experience pain? Is there still consequences for poor decisions? Is there still pain in this world? Yes. But he is here and he is protecting us and he is using these moments right now for his kingdom, for his glory, for the expansion of his kingdom so that more may know him and love him and have an amazing relationship with him. And we get to come and see that even though there's desolation upon this earth, there is this virus that is scaring so many people. He makes war cease. He brings us peace he shatters the things that divide us and tear us down and separates us. And he says, be still. Don't worry. I got it. Know that I am God. That's not, that's not just, no, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy down the block. This is, I am the creator. I am the maker. I am the father. I am the healer. I am who I am. And he's here. And he is going to be exalted among the nations because we're going to see him. We're going to see him through this virus. We're going to see him through these times. We're going to see him when we come out on the other side. We're going to see him when we get to go to heaven someday. We are going to praise his name now. And we're going to pray earnestly for our nation, for our countries, for our whole globe. Because God listens to us. And when we pray with honest and with fervor, he hears our prayer and he responds. And we're going to praise him in the good. And we're going to praise him in the bad. And we're going to praise him in between. And we're going to exalt him across the whole earth. Because he's our fortress. He may, is the one who protects us. And he is the God of our friends and neighbors and of our parents that have believed and walked before us. And he didn't fail them and he isn't going to fail us either. I know I just got really pumped up there, but it's true. And we need that encouragement right now. And we need to be that encouragement to our neighbors. And we need to be looking for the positives in this situation because God doesn't take any situation for granted. 
And it's so easy for us to just play fearful and just want to go back to what we're comfortable with. But God calls us out of that. He's literally closing the doors of so many churches because he wants us out there with the people that he cares about that are so lost and so alone and don't know him as their savior and they're full of fear right now. And they need us to show up. And travelers, I know that you love traveling. And right now there are so many restrictions and bans and you need to be taking care of yourself and be sure that you're washing your hands and you're, you're practicing that social distancing. But you can travel and you can connect with people in different ways right now. And you can be a witness to them and you can give your travel testimony to them. You can talk about how right now God is calling you to stay put, but he's calling you to connect with so many people across the globe, or he's calling you to stay put and and be on a podcast or be on YouTube or just messaging those those friends you normally interact with and then a two, two or three other people that you don't normally think about. And he's calling you to connect with your community in ways that you might not normally do. Because he's our refuge, and we know that, and that's so awesome. But we got to pass that on to other people who, who are cowering in the corners, afraid to go outside, who are afraid that there's just so much out there that in their normal lives scare them. And now we have one more thing. <sighs> I pray that you hear me right now, and I pray that you have that comfort. God's blessings to you as you figure out what he's calling you towards right now. And I pray that God uses us Christians to spread his name through the power of healing through his Holy Spirit that we may be his light in the world and that it may not reflect on our good works or our good deeds, but that it may be a reflection of him and as a result, more people may come to know and be in relationship with him. God's blessings to you. God's blessings to all of your friends and your neighbors. May you have healing and protection. May you have a blanket over your home where the coronavirus may not enter. May your house be full of peace. May it be still and calm and a protection against the anxiety that social media and so many other sources are pouring onto us right now. And may you, in response to this peace and comfort and joy, be a light to those around you who do not know our Savior, who do not know that comfort and peace. And may your travels, though they may look different right now, may they be a blessing and honor to him and a respect to all of our authorities. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in the to this special podcast episode we'll continue with our other things um, on our weekly basis as well i will have those resources up on our website at christiantravelers.net under our faith and travel resource tab until next time safe travels and god bless